It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I've been hiding sand in Jeff's apartment. <laughs> Today's show. 3D print a chicken and then cook it with lasers. But when will I be able to fax a steak? A castration surgery at an Oklahoma cabin goes awry. I guess that's what happens when you use a possum as a scalpel. Hmm. In the future, our phones will be able to tell us if we're sad. Spoiler alert, we are. I am. A gravestone used to make fudge has been returned to the cemetery to be with all its diabetes victims. Hmm. I give my left foot for that. A thousand pounds of blueberries were stolen from a farm. Authorities are on the lookout for Violet Beauregard. Oh, she was so... I don't know. I, I hear she's in the juicing room. So, oh, you know, yeah. right there. And an Italian priest allegedly stole church funds for drugs and gay sex parties. Uh, the church community was okay with it until they started stealing money directly from them. Oh, he used $117,000 from the parish's bank account for what turned out to be a gay sex pyramid scheme, but not the money kind. Yeah, they only let you go three layers now for safety reasons. <laughs> The priest started confessing his sins, but it will probably take until the second coming. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. Unless it was uh, 21 years ago, like I thought. <laughs> when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I used to think that it was like 2,000 years ago. He was going to yeah. come back in 2,000 years. So 2,000 yeah. was like, anyway, mm-hmm. I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> Incidentally, the second coming was part of the reason he got caught, because it takes so long for Jesus to come again. Got to, you know. Got to build up his uh, stamina. Yeah. Now, Jesus, on the other hand, he comes very quickly. <laughs> did, I, did I? Did I? Did I show? Um. Um. Did I show you a a picture I took when I was in uh, Maryland? Um, it was a picture outside of a church, and it was about Jesus, I, and it said, "Behold, I come quickly." <laughs> you did not, but that is uh, that is amusing. I, I do not, because I'm on Lexapro. <laughs> that takes forever. Maybe Jesus is too. Mm. That's why Maybe it's taken him so long to come back. He's just, you know. He's a very anxious man. He's got to have medication for it. Well, I mean, his dad did kill him, so, you know. Yeah, he might have some daddy issues. <laughs> perhaps, Ooh, perhaps. Yeah, listen to that. You see my Maury. <laughs> Whatever, I do what I want. <laughs> You are not the father, and he ascends to heaven. <laughs> the camera's trying to follow him up there, running behind him. Oh, man. Is Maury still on? I don't even know. I don't watch those shows. I, I think Jerry Springer, or no, maybe Steve Wilkos is still on or something. Who the hell's Steve Wilkos? <laughs> he, was the, um, he was the bouncer guy, the bald guy. When everyone would fight, he would break up the fights on Jerry oh. Springer. He's got his own show he, now? He, he has his own show. Yeah, he's had it for a oh. while. Wow. The more you know. <laughs> I remember occasionally watching those shows when I was in like high school. Oh. My grandma's and son, uh, you know, during the summer. Yeah, my sister used to watch them all all, all day. Montel Williams and... Um, Sally Jesse. Sally Jesse and Phil Donahue at... Ricky Lake and Maury and Jerry Springer. My sister loved that shit. Actually, that explains a lot about her life now. <laughs> uh, it was like, I guess the nineties or late nineties was a golden age of that kind of thing. It was, was just so yeah. many options, yeah. like all day during the day. That's what it was. Either you're watching soap operas or that, right? And soap operas were so fake, but these yeah. were so real. These were real people yeah. with real problems. None of them were bold and beautiful or young, but they were definitely restless. Correct. <laughs> so, Jeff, 
How was your week? Yes. Well, <clears throat> here's my problem. I've got mm-hmm. a um, I've got a mouse hooked up to my laptop here, and I haven't oh. been I haven't been using my office lately, closet mm-hmm. office, you know. Um, so it was just full of it was just it was not good. So um, just full of stuff, and I've been uh, looking for some things like my I look for, was looking for my birth certificate, and um, when I look for things, I destroy everything in my path. So mm-hmm. the office mm-hmm. was not clean. And have you um, considered a uh, a career at the like FBI or the police? Uh, that's according to movies how they look for things as well. That is, they have everything spread out on a table until they notice the one word that everyone mm-hmm. else missed, and then yeah. How do you finished. feel about yarn? And, you know, pushpins. Oh yeah, those are good. Yeah. Okay. I okay. Like yeah, I think you could do well. I think yeah. you do well. So anyway, um, so I've got a mouse hooked up to my laptop here, and that's kind of a kind of a weird segue but anyway there's a piece of sand on my desk and it's under my mouse and i can feel it and i hate it and oh. i can't get it off like i keep well, wiping the maybe, mouse and maybe the, maybe the sand is on lexapro <laughs> it'll just it'll get there eventually it'll just tank a while <laughs> like a while while <laughs> like two thousand years <laughs> yeah about that long yeah so oh. that was it i don't know <laughs> you got sand in your closet. Yeah, sand in my closet, sand in my vagina. Have you been to the beach lately? I have not. I don't think it's actually sand. It's probably just a piece of dirt or something. No, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who goes to the beach? Uh, we went to the beach not too long ago. Oh yeah, a few weeks. That's cool. Uh, I guess about a month ago. Uh, yeah, month and a half. It's six weeks ago. It was during the summer. I don't know. Yeah, time has no meaning. <laughs> it does not. It does not. So that's how my that's how my week was. How was your week? You know, when you said I've got a mouse attached to my computer, I, I just like the first part. I was like, oh, uh oh. But yeah. You know. Oh, also, it smells musty in here. Mm. It should not be smelling musty in here. I don't know what it is. It smells like I don't know. I checked the trash. I have a trash can in here that's it's empty. Mm. Um, I don't know if something spilled. I didn't know about. Uh, hmm. Maybe it's the dog. Could be, could be. Get some uh, old spice. Some old spice. Not so musty. Yeah. yeah. Right under the uh, armpits. You know, old spice really made a, a huge comeback. They did. That was like definitely old man smell. It was old man like, smell. I remember. Yeah, no one young would wear old spice. Yeah. I remember my mom making fun of old spice. Like, oh, these old men all smell like old spice or whatever. Yeah. Now it's In like the a 90s. Thing. And now it's a big thing. They made it. I don't know who their person was, you know, 10. 15 years ago but they really... my older daughter uses like old spice shower gels and shit oh really yeah last time i was there i don't know if you uh heard this but but she's like what um what kind of cologne or deodorant are you wearing yeah yeah she was very curious about that i was like oh yeah it's old spice fiji or whatever and she mm-hmm. goes okay never wear it again because that's what my ex-boyfriend wore <laughs> i didn't hear that part right and i'm like look <laughs> You know I'm a fan, but I'm not changing my deodorant for you. <laughs> it's not happening. You set in your ways. I well, I'm not, and that's the thing. Like, I'll buy a different Old Spice deodorant next time. Because yeah. this one that I bought, I bought a two pack, and it was the you got to uh, use the two pack. You got to use it, but it was the blue kind, like the gel kind, and not the dry kind. Mm. And I don't got like it. the gel kind. No, it's no, sticky no. under my arms. Um, but I bought a two pack, and I'm not going to throw it away. Because I'm cheap. Because you spent your money on it. I did. My hard-earned cash. Well, and not, think of the environment if you just threw it away. Not yeah. Not hard. All that carbon. 
but earned. Like I earned that money. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people keep their money in a bank, not an earn, but you know. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I bought yeah. a, I bought a car. Oh. I forgot. This week? <laughs> yeah. Okay, first of all, where did you find a car to buy? Okay. All right. Well, here we go then. Did you buy it from someone who you like you had to answer three riddles and guess his <laughs> name or something and then he gave you a car? Like Yeah. You had to say Rumble Stilts out loud and then he weaved you a, a car out of gold. <laughs> or wait. Out of straw. <laughs> it's a gold car. No. So Oh, so I, it's a Kia. Yeah. I went to the uh I went to the Toyota dealership, you see. Oh, and because huh? I, I I've been wanting to get a lower the one car in Ann Arbor or the uh... yeah oh, okay so I've been wanting to get a lower car payment you know for a long mm-hmm, time yeah. and uh, the the funny thing is like uh, now that I am like financially able to <laughs> pay for car repairs I'm more okay with uh-huh. buying an older car than having to have a car with a warranty on it. Um, and I just bought my the Prius that I had. I just bought it back in January or whatever, um, or December. Yeah, it was December. Um, but I went to the Toyota dealership and I said, "Hey, how much will you give me for my car?" They offered me a thousand dollars more than I owed on it. I said, "Sold," but give me a minute to find a different car. And then I um, went on uh, Facebook Marketplace, which is not my favorite place to buy a car. I don't think. But I don't think it's anyone's favorite place to buy anything. No, but it's it's better than uh, uh, Craigslist. That's true. And That's true. I think better than a dealer. So what it was. So what this place is, it's an auto detailing place. Uh huh. But they're right next to the uh, the Toyota and the Subaru dealership um, in oh. Ann Arbor on Jackson. Right. Um, Interesting. So I didn't what, know they had a deal tailor detailing place up there. They they do. It's just uh, down April Drive, down toward. Uh, um. Isn't, yeah, isn't, I don't know where that is. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so the guy said that he, what he does is like people do trade-ins at like the, the Subaru and the Toyota dealership um, and some of the other local ones because it's like all dealerships near there. And then he'll <laughs> buy the ones that they don't want to resell. He'll buy them from them and then like detail them and fix them up and then resell them. Gotcha. So that's what I did. So I bought a 2003 Volvo XC70. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you, this thing's the grocery getter. Because my, my Prius, the, the Prius that I had was a Prius Prime. And so the back, like when you open the back gate, uh-huh. it had more battery in it. So there was a lot less cargo space back there. So my hockey bag barely fit in the cargo space. Um, that's crazy. Th- this th- this um, Volvo, <laughs> it's huge. My hockey sticks, this my sticks, right, that are like six feet tall mm-hmm. or whatever, they fit kitty corner and just in the back in the cargo area wow yeah and um i just found out i was reading the manual yesterday and i just found out that uh i can take the back seats and like completely fold them flat so there's even more space than i can have if i want it mm-hmm. man i'm gonna be getting so many groceries <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic well that's exciting yeah so it's cool i it's it's not like uh it's not the um like the nicest newest car i've ever had it's got like dents and stuff but well i would imagine it's 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 almost 20 years old it is and it's yeah but the thing is about buying luxury cars that are 20 years old they have like a lot of the 
features that eventually became standard in non-luxury mm-hmm. cars. This so is like, true. This is true. it's got side curtain airbags and um it's yeah. got uh gosh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's got like keyless entry and then um yeah. Uh, like depending on the key font that you use, it's got memory on the seats, which doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me now. Um, but then like, it's got like dual side climate control and it's like automatic climate control. And, mm-hmm. um, seat memory would be very nice. I would, yes. I would enjoy that. Yes. Seat uh, and mirror memory. I'm driving my wife's car currently because my car is, is busted and, uh, we're getting it fixed and everything. Oh yeah. And, uh, at a reasonable time, we have to get her a new car, and I 100% want something where you don't have to like push button start, where you mm-hmm. don't have to have use the fucking keys. I fucking hate using the keys. Yeah, and keyless entry. Her car does not have keyless entry either. So yeah, I get the push the button like a peasant. Ugh, Ugh. Good. Good. Pushing buttons and turning keys. Not... What Ugh. is this? 2003. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is not a fan oh she doesn't like the car nope it's old and she knows it's old and she can tell it's old and she hates it (laughs) (laughs) you know i've always liked the look of a volvo so it's okay the the look is okay it's big like it's tall in the back it's very tall yeah it's got a big old booty big old booty it's got leather seats oh well well, i don't care for leather seats but cool (laughs) here's the thing with leather seats though with a child you can just wipe shit up. This is true. Yes, you just wipe it right off. Definitely true. I do like that part of it. And with the dogs, the dog hair doesn't stick to the seats. That is true, too. That is um, very nice. But the problem is, <laughs> the next time you roll the windows down after the dogs have been in the car, it's a whirlpool of dog fur <laughs> flying everywhere. In your mouth. Yep. Other yep. No other, other orifices that are just out in the car. <laughs> so you have a lot of hair in your butthole right now. <laughs> Yes, it is, but it's not from the dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's from Jesus. <laughs> yes, and uh, Jesus is second well, coming. <laughs> um, well, to go back uh, uh, to your question that you asked me a, a while ago, uh, my week has been... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, oh. If one more thing in my house leaks, I, I will burn it down. Or at least I'll try, but I won't because there'll be water everywhere. You know, so a few weeks. Uh, the older you get, the more things on on your body leak too. So you got that to look forward to. <laughs> Hooray! Um, so a few weeks back, our older daughter was uh, taking a bath, mm-hmm. and she she went to you know drain the water, and suddenly water started dripping out the side of our house. Out the side? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a slight overhang. And so the tub is like on that overhang part. And so like the water was coming out there and we haven't quite figured out exactly what is leaking. It's something in the drain somewhere, but we haven't figured out where in the drain it's leaking. Uh, But whatever. Um, You guys just redid that bathroom too, right? We did just redo that bathroom. So probably something wasn't tight enough or so it's possible. Like when I went in there, there's like a huge um, hairball in the drain and so i wonder if it like clogged and then it was like coming out the top of like the overflow drain because that's not like a very tight um you know yeah 
marketing there. So like maybe it was coming out that I don't know. So that, we're trying to figure that part out. Actually, I'm sorry to interrupt. That caused a leak in my old house. The overflow drain did. So whenever so, someone tried to take a bath and the water went in that overflow drain, there was whoever installed it didn't install a seal back behind it, mm-hmm. um, which you need that seal. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've got one of those, like we borrowed one of those uh, snakes with a camera on it from Scott last week. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've been trying to like use that to see if I can see anything obvious before I, you know, break down drywall to get to the piping. So, man, is there is there not like an access thing? There is not. Nope. No access points anywhere. Are you going to get to it from like uh, next to it or try to go from below, like in the kitchen? So I don't know that we'd see enough if we went through the wall of the bedroom because like all the drains are like under floor level for the tub. Yeah. And so it seems like through the kitchen would be the easiest way though i really don't want to replace ceiling drywall so that's annoying that's but then last sunday mm-hmm. i came down into our utility room because we've got a you know a couple shelving units with like extra food and stuff uh that we keep in the event of you know supply chain disruption issues <laughs> we still have you know, toilet paper it's, and peanut it, butter and, you know, and when pasta's on sale, we just buy a whole bunch and, you know, stick it down there. Things that last a long time, you know. Our generation's Y2K prepping. Exactly. Well, no, no, because we went through Y2K too. Um, well, I was young enough. I didn't prep anything. That's true. That's true. We were just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I went down to get something and that that room is concrete floor. And I was like, why does the concrete look wet? Mm. That that's weird. And then I'm like, there's a puddle on the concrete. Why is there a puddle? And I look up and there's water dripping and coming out of the f- floor above us. What? In your basement? In our basement. And so that's the kitchen. Yeah, that's like directly below where the where the the um tub is on the second floor, right? Uh so the tub is on the outside wall. Okay. And this was on the inside wall. Oh. So it's directly above the fridge. So I pull out the fridge and there's lots of water there because there's a leak in the water supply for the ice maker and water dispenser on the fridge. How the fuck does that happen? And it's been leaking for who knows how long. So long that so right below. So you got the, the fridge, the floor under the floor is, you know, the main vents for the furnace. Okay. And then under that is where the leak was. And so all the water is going onto the furnace vents. And all that water is going into the vent. So I like, I'm pushing it and I can feel the water inside the metal vent. So I have to drill a hole in there. It's it's pooled in there. So I have to drill a hole in that and like capture like two gallons of water. And there was some furniture under there, and it got completely waterlogged. Like, I don't even know how long it was leaking. Yeah. So if one more thing leaks, I, I will have to dry the house out and then light it on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just get thinking- I'm uh, just jam wows. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know how uh, climate change, whatever, we mm-hmm. got all these wildfires? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have all these floods? Yeah. <laughs> 
if we could just bring those together <laughs> yeah, that's true need some synergy yeah you know, with uh, with climate change because at some point there's going to be a flood and there's going to be a wildfire at the same time and we're not going to know what to do yeah add more need- water well we can't because it's already flooded well put out the yeah. fire well we can't Anyway. I mean the uh, the Cuyahoga River in Cleveland was on fire back in the seventies. That's so true. It's true. Might have something like that. <laughs> well, if you know a way to synergize the uh, climate change issues, uh, you can email us and at thehourpod at gmail dot com. We'll we'll get it to the right person. Sure, and like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash thehourpod, or you can tweet us pod. <laughs> it cut out. That's all we heard was tweet us pod. <laughs> <laughs> at the hour pod perfect so um you know they have uh this doesn't help your situation now but they have these uh moisture detectors liquid detectors mm, yeah that uh will go off um you can either have them like wi-fi connected like a smart home kind of thing because i know you're doing the smart home thing right with your uh switches. we got some yeah, yeah some switches and other the, like thermostat and stuff like that. Yeah. So you put these liquid detectors underneath anywhere where water could leak, underneath all your sinks, your refrigerator, um, your air conditioning, like anywhere where water could be, um, in the basement by the sump pump. And then if it gets liquid, it'll just scream at you. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Over your phone? or <laughs> well, Because if it's down near my sump pump, I am not going to hear that up in my bedroom. Right. So you can either get the ones that are Wi-Fi connected that will okay. send a message to your phone or it is it's very loud so my friends have one it's very loud um and that would that would um not prevent leaks from happening but you could just catch them earlier yeah, yeah. i mean early detection is is key it would be yeah especially if it's under your fridge and you don't know Ugh. Ugh. yeah so it's all there too so have you fixed the leak under the uh fridge Yes, that was taken care of last week. We okay. got new uh, tubing and you know got rid of the old shit, and it was a big pain in the ass and fucking who, sucks. Yeah, who takes baths anyway? Come on, take a shower, get out. Oh, you know, go to Lush and they get those bath bombs and they like to soak and ugh, ugh. Okay, first of all, I think Lush is horrible. The entire <laughs> store smells like bo. You talking about Lush at the mall? Yes. The one that they make the bath bombs there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they've got like, you know, giant slabs of soap. Yeah. They Okay, yeah. You the think it smells like B.O. Of, in there? It does. It smells horrible. Hmm. It smells musty like your office. <laughs> your office. <laughs> I assume. I haven't been in your office. Mm-hmm. So. But you said it smelled musty. And I just think I've never walked into a lush and been like, oh, it smells good in here. It's always <laughs> It smells like a middle school hallway in October. I I don't remember. That was too long ago for me. Sadly, I do. Yes, because it was just... Um, uh, they don't know that they need to wear uh, deodorant yet. It's like five you get that days 90 degree day. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's September too. Basically, anytime it's warm. <laughs> well, we got some updates. All right. In episode 163, does your baloney have a first name? Uh, Jeff asked the question if Subway used turkey ham and thought that they did. And according to the company, Subway cold cut combos are turkey based meats of ham, bologna and salami. They are made from turkey, like turkey hot dogs or turkey burgers. So, yes, the bologna and ham are turkey based at Subway. OK, I guess. Uh, however, I don't, I don't mind that. I guess it still tastes fine. Um, they should tell you that. But they though. should tell you. It should say this is turkey 
can. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I mean, I guess if it tastes exactly the same, you, you don't know, fine. But like someone tries to give you some turkey bacon, first of all, why are you with them? Because they're trying to make you eat turkey bacon. Right. And that's just a horrible thing. Uh, you can't just try and pass off things as turkey bacon. Yeah. Or turkey, whatever. If I wanted to eat uh, wet cardboard, <laughs> I would just eat wet cardboard. I mean, they're already at Subway, though. <laughs> eat shit. Uh, apparently, though, regular salami is available, but only included in the Italian BMT or the spicy Italian sandwich. Okay. So. So well, that's nice. That. Next time I go to a subway, which will be never, never, I will say, hey, could you please switch out the salami from the Italian BMT with the cold cut combo? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, in episode 162, the Scottish fold of pizza, uh, we were joking about the Illinois woman who got caught with a fake Maderna vaccine card. Uh, well, she was charged with a misdemeanor and released on bail, but a warrant has been issued for her. Her name is Chloe Mrozak uh, because she failed to appear to her virtual court hearing this week. Oh, how can you not appear for your like, just get on there. Like, right. It's not that hard. her decision making uh, is just all wrong. All, all out of whack. Is. Well, when the Associated Press reached out to her for comment, she hung up on them. So, <laughs> Well, that was a nice update. Yes. Uh, in episode 164, by Bipolar by Polar Bears, uh, we mentioned that a new series, The Lost Symbol, would have Eddie Izzard on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and we asked who was taking the Tom Hanks role from the Da Vinci Code movie. It's like the same characters. Yeah. And apparently the guy's name is Ashley Zuckerman. Okay. No idea. Like, I, he's been in things I've seen. So he was in The Pacific, which is a World War II series he was in a show called masters of sex he was in designated survivor which is another series i watch um but i have no idea who this guy is yeah but he, he's the guy and apparently i looked into it because i couldn't remember it's been so long since i read the book apparently eddie is not the bad guy okay we assumed he would be we did but apparently not but you never know when they like tweak things and change things and whatnot. yeah he could be so. one of those like um uh tortured characters like he's a bad guy but like he's actually a good yeah. guy yeah everybody's we'll everybody's a protagonist in their own story yeah uh we also were joking in that episode about emma thompson uh because scott said he he liked the emmas uh and then i said something about emma thompson and jeff said uh that she was a milf mm -hmm. and i said or would she be a gilf uh and it turns out that she is uh, old enough to be a gilf, but she has two kids, 19 and 31, and apparently no grandkids. So I guess still just uh, not, not, no, no grandmother. Oh, so, okay. Oh, I watched uh, Cruella the other day. We watched that the other day too. I liked it. It was not quite what I expected, but no. pretty good. I, uh, <laughs> I would never have picked it myself. Mm -hmm. Somebody else picked it. We watched it. It was great. Um, yeah. Uh, halfway through it, though, I was like, so wait, is this not The Devil Wears Prada 2? Is this not the sequel to that one? No. <laughs> it was a reboot. <laughs> yeah, a reboot. I, with I with like Emma Thompson a, and Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. Just different uh, different characters. It, yeah. was the, <laughs> it was the friendlier version. Right. Well, I guess maybe not because there was some murder involved. Uh, there was. The, yeah. uh, why, I, why did they have to uh, computer animate the dogs? Why were the CGI dogs? I don't know. Easier to work with, I, I guess. guess. 
Dog actors can do anything. Yeah. It, it seemed dumb. I will say there were a few like nods to the uh the original 101 Dalmatians and I was like, <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was good. Uh, we also discussed uranium near the Grand Canyon, and indeed there are high concentrations of uranium near the canyon, and there were mines to try and get to it. So in the Grand uh, Canyon, in the in the Grand Canyon area. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, and finally, we discussed animals that could have depression, and funnily enough, our episode was called "Bipolar Bipolar Bears." Uh-huh. And a few years back, we went to the Pittsburgh Zoo. Uh, and they had a polar bear that was on like antidepressant meds oh, yeah? and anxiety meds because it like had these things where it like kept coming in and out of a cave the entire time we were there, like clearly stressed out. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was very sad. I'm so mixed. I have such mixed feelings about zoos because uh, they're so if their focus is conservation, that's great. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. if, if they can uh, bring awareness to that through having animals. I guess that's fine, but then they also have to like have animals in captivity, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I think it does depend a lot on how they do it. Like, I've been down to the National Zoo in Washington, and mm. they are much more focused on like conservation and things like that. the The spaces they have are much better than most zoos I've been to. Yeah, uh, and when we went to the Pittsburgh Zoo, it was still like an old fashioned kind of zoo with like very small concrete cages in some places. Uh, that they were like, it, it was clear they were trying to move away from that, and they're trying to like redo a lot of it to make it more in the appropriate, more appropriate kind of uh, way. But they just weren't there yet. And yeah, I it, went to eh. the Atlanta Zoo quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. um, a building that was one of the original buildings to the zoo that mm-hmm. had the original enclosures for mm-hmm. the the I think the the lions or tigers were in those enclosures and they were just so tiny with the metal yeah, bars like you know cells. you could mm-hmm. put your arm through and get it ripped off or whatever um <laughs> but they had um retrofitted it so that the that was there originally with the bars and everything were still there um uh but then they had more safety things but then they cut a big hole in the back and then there was a huge mm-hmm. a huge place out um, where the lions or whatever could roam out there. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was nice that you could see like the history of the zoo and see how shitty it was for the animals before mm-hmm. and see how like eh, see how they've improved. It's a little less shitty now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we got some corrections. Oh, good. Uh, well, you, know, episode one... you know, we're half an hour into the show already. Yeah. We yeah. haven't even started. We had, a sh- we had a short episode like two weeks ago. And now we we'll go back to because I haven't done corrections. And so corrections. Oh. Take us some time. Uh, in episode 163, does your baloney have a first name? I said that Star Trek first aired 55 years ago. And then I said, yeah, it was like 1963 or something because I'm stupid. And obviously the math would mean that it's 1960. There you go. Yeah. No, not 63. Uh, Jeff mentioned the awful situation and then referenced Kimmy Schmidt. And I wasn't, we weren't sure what that was. And I looked like I tried to figure it out. I'm not sure if you were talking about the Heather Locklear situation. No, I was talking about the theme song to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh. Well, I'll have to correct my correction. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then at the end of the show, we were talking about the overlap in Star Trek series. And Jeff thought there was uh, about three years uh, overlap with DS9 and Voyager and three years with Next Generation and DS9. Uh, And in fact, Next Generation and DS9 had a one-year overlap from 1993 to 1994. Only one year? Only one year. Wow. DS9 and Voyager had a four-year overlap from 1995 to 1999. 
And then Voyager and Enterprise had a one-year overlap in 2001. Wow. Uh, but currently, we have an overlap of Discovery, Picard's, uh, Strange New Worlds, and Prodigy, and the other one that I don't speak of. <laughs> I watched uh, the latest season of the Lower Decks, the one that you didn't want to speak of. Oh, eh. uh, yeah? Eh, it was all right. It, eh. I mean, it made me laugh a couple times. Yeah. There's one where there, where there are these uh, the pack leads. The pack leads are there, and there's like a I forget the name of the captain, um, but she's a woman. <laughs> the pack leads kept calling her Captain Janeway. <laughs> For the last time, I'm not cap. Never mind. <laughs> Janeway thinks we're smart. <laughs> so I was laughing at that. So they they've got some moments. They've got some moments. Yeah. Uh. uh we have listener feedback. Uh, there's disappointment that uh, we did not release on our usual day this week. Uh, yeah, but also, but also hope that it will release by like ten thirty tonight, uh, so it's available for the workday this evening. So. Oh, sorry, Uncle Danny. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we got an hour still, and uh, our show is called the hour, and we're thirty okay. minutes in, so it could happen. We got to do our best yeah. until 10 30 well maybe you know you can you can download it mid shift yeah yeah and just listen to it it's... after your lunch break instead of before well i don't think he starts until like 10 30 so right exactly so he's got a yeah. whole what eight hour shift right just to and maybe there's something else he can listen to at the beginning like uh pod save america or something sure sure move into us <laughs> well good news is next week we'll be recording a day early that's so, true that's true you know our how was your week is going to be how was your last three days? <laughs> Those are always the best ones. <laughs> well. Yes. Speaking of 3D printed food. <laughs> I, I'm i going to eat some 3D printed food. I'm going to eat some fake chicken and some fake beef. I'm going to do it. Okay. First of all. As you'll see, this is not fake chicken. It's stupid, and I will get to that later. But engineers at Columbia University are trying to figure out how to 3D print and cook layers of pureed chicken, according to a paper published in the journal MPJ Science of Food. Okay, so it's already chicken, and they want to 3D print it into other chicken? Into nugget form, I guess. I don't know. They have that already. The the McDonald's are... Yeah, they so they, they but they want to they want it to print at the same time as it cooks. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's like a printer slash cooker. It's like a, it's like a copy fax uh printer in one. You you have to buy uh the pureed chicken ink from Epson directly though, otherwise it won't work. That's true. And if it's out of pureed sheep, it's not going to print anything. <laughs> Oh, I was at a, a grocery store. Um, I, it was, it's called the Arbor something. I forget. It doesn't matter. It's like a, a small grocery store. It's like tiny Whole Foods. It's on, um, I don't know, Jackson or Maple or whatever. I, I'm, yeah. a great, I'm a great storyteller. <laughs> anyway. They <laughs> had, had a wonderful advertiser. It, they should hire you. Yeah, definitely. They had uh, like lamb, like lamb chops and stuff there. And uh, I've never seen that. They have that at Whole Foods too. They have it at Whole Foods, but they don't have it at Kroger. So I'm saying, like, if you want the Whole Foods experience, uh, but don't want to go to like do the whole Whole Foods thing, then you can go to this place. That is, I don't know their name of. 
So co-author Hob Libson, great name, by the way, and his team introduced 3D printing of food items back in 2007. Wow. I didn't know 3D printed food was as old as the iPhone. It is. Arbor Farms well, Market. That's what it's called. Sorry. Arbor Farms Market. Oh, yeah. okay. Arbor Farms Market, apparently. Stadium. Can you get 3D printed food there? Uh, I doubt it. I think you have to well, have you... a 3D printer to 3D print food. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, using the Fab at Home personal fabrication system to create multi-material edible 3D objects with cake frosting, chocolate, processed cheese, and peanut butter. Uh, that's how they first did 3D printed. Okay. So... so what they're saying what you're saying is like if you have a piping bag that's just 3d printing yes with frosting it's a a computerized piping bag so frosting chocolate processed cheese and peanut butter that does not sound like the best combination (laughs) especially if you throw some pureed (laughs) chicken in there i mean it's fine you just have to do it in black and white mode (laughs) it keeps the cheese and peanut butter out so commercial appliances uh, capable of simultaneously printing and cooking food layers don't exist yet, but there have been some studies investigating how to cook food using layers. Layers? Layers. Lasers? Layers. Lasers. Lasers. <laughs> While printers can produce ingredients to a millimeter precision, there is no heating method with the same degree of resolution, said co-author Jonathan Bluntinger. Layers. Lasers. <laughs> I honestly, the fourth time I said layers, I still didn't know what you were talking about. I didn't know that I, because lasers lasers and layers on, on my screen is like right above each other. So I just fucked that. I, I see that. Yes. Yeah. So the scientist. I didn't notice that until you just said it. <laughs> the scientist purchased raw chicken breast let me try that sentence again the scientist purchased raw chicken breast from a local convenience store what and then pureed it in a food processor to get a smooth uniform consistency who why are you doing this why are you taking a chicken pureeing up and then printing it into chicken it was already chicken convenience store raw chicken okay i've never been to a convenience store with raw chicken me either. Maybe like are they counting like, anything? Well, remember when uh, there was like that little grocery store Drake's here? Was that oh. considered a convenience store because it wasn't like a full supermarket? I would say that's true. Yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, in bit larger cities like um, CVS will have like more groceries than they have here too. And I, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen chicken in a CVS, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not going to trust the chicken CVS. No. So the cooking, the cooking apparatus used a high-powered diode laser, a set of mirror galvanometers. The results? Yes. The laser-cooked chicken retained twice as much moisture Ooh. as conventionally cooked chicken, and it shrank half as much while still retaining similar flavors. Okay. Okay. Taste testers preferred the laser-cooked chicken over the conventionally cooked chicken, mostly because it was less dry and rubbery and had a more pleasing texture. Okay? Now cool. What? Like, now what? So, so I'm never going to go buy chicken, puree chicken, put it in a printer so they can print it back to chicken and then use the laser to cook it. None now, of those things are ever going to happen in my house. Now, is it cooking it as it's printing it as well? 
or does it yeah. cook it after? So it, it, it shoots the raw it chicken and prints, squirts it out of there and print and and okay. I don't know. I try yeah. it. I mean, I feel like that's probably why there's like moisture. It's like cooking in very thin layers at a time, so it's not like lasers. Yeah, laser layers. Very thin layers, lasers laser, at a time. Layer, yeah. Layered lasers. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I can uh, 3D print off uh, someone, like surgery style? Yeah, they use lasers in surgery, don't they? Just little mini lightsabers. Just (laughs) cut it off. A castrator has been sentenced. uh, Is that the job title? A castrator has been sentenced for performing the illegal surgery on a volunteer at a cabin in the woods last October and then keeping the removed body parts in a freezer. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's the way to start a story. A jury trial for Bob Lee Allen, age 54, was set to begin this week, tomorrow, in fact. Uh, But he pleaded no contest to three felony counts and was sentenced to more than a dozen years behind bars. Okay. The plea in Lefleur County District Court came after a deal was struck. Allen told the judge he believed the plea was in his best interest because a jury might convict me. <laughs> you think? I, I really, I need more details. I know we're going to get to them, but I feel like the details should have been on the front end of the story. It's well, poorly uh, written story here. Well, part of the reason that this case got headlines last year was mm-hmm. that the victim said that Allen claimed to be a cannibal. Okay. And so, so he's, he's a He's a cannibal castrator. And so you're just going to allow him to cut your dick off because... I mean, he wasn't worried until the guy showed up with a whole bunch of hot... <laughs> It'd be real bad if he just ground up the raw dick and then 3D printed a new dick. Yeah, but it was so much juicier. <laughs> so the victim, then 28, flew from Virginia to Dallas last October and had met Alan on a website and was driven to Allen and his husband's cabin. Mm. Uh, the victim told investigators Allen performed the castration uh, on a covered makeshift table inside the cabin and was awake for the two-hour surgery after being injected in the needed areas. <laughs> he says Allen laughed and said he was going to keep he was going to eat the parts when he was done. <laughs> but apparently, apparently he he wasn't ready for them yet, so he had to freeze them. He didn't want him to go bad while he was, you know, he had to use the rest of the meat that was in the in the fridge. I mean, it's not Wendy's. Fresh, never frozen. But let me tell you something. OK, first of all, the Wendy's near my house closes mm-hmm. at 430 p.m. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they've got <laughs> breakfast and it's very good. I, I've been seeing a lot of signs at Wendy's that they have breakfast. The honey butter chicken biscuit is gross, but apparently you can get it without the honey butter because it's just. I just don't like honey butter stuff. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. The chicken biscuit was good. I had a uh, a sausage biscuit, and the sausage is square, like the burgers. Interesting. And I think they used ground sausage to make it instead of like a preformed patty. It was really good, like very high quality, I think. Nice. Do they laser print? No. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. But, um, you know, when they're, when they're done with the sausage, they just toss it in the chili. Mm-hmm. Which I think Apparently is what... Yeah. What this guy, Bob Lee Allen, was going to do. Well, that's because he calls his freezer the chili. So. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so the victim also told investigators that Allen claimed to have 15 years of experience and said he had six more clients on the way to have the same operation. <laughs> well, Allen and his husband were caught because the surgery was botched and Allen had to take the victim to the hospital the next day because of bleeding. Uh, and uh, I guess his husband was charged as well, but his husband agreed to testify against him. Oh. And so he's got like a reduced sentence or maybe got off free or something like that. Yeah. So, well, we'll see if he cooks for him ever again. Judas. <laughs> so I would assume it would be like a, a gender reassignment type of surgery. I don't. So they never anywhere in the article explained why this guy was like, I met you on the Internet, cut off my dick. Like, there, why? Um, there was a show. What the fuck was that show? The fuck was that show where the, the person was a pedophile and he didn't want to molest children. So he wanted to have himself castrated, but he couldn't get a doctor to do it. I don't know what I don't. It might have been a, a weird movie I was watching. Not a weird movie. I mean, it was weird, but not one of those movies. Anyway, I I just... Or maybe it was like a CSI episode or something. Anyway, yeah, maybe that was it. Uh, I, we, we could... we could. They just uh, need better better story. Like, this, it was not reported well. There's so many questions. Was this Why? in the Post? The New York Post? Uh, no, I think it was USA Today. Oh, okay. So they just didn't want to get into those details. About the well, guy no. would be castrated. It's a family newspaper. Also, I saw a um, a long time ago. It was a documentary about people that have this um, this this mental condition where they don't think that their arms or something are theirs, mm, and so they want to have them cut off because they don't they don't feel like it's I their have, arm. I have heard of this. Yes, yeah. Where they, they think their arms are their enemies or something, and they're going to yeah. kill them. Yeah, that's. It's weird. I've also heard of this other mental condition. <laughs> this lady, this every time, so her one of her hands, her left hand or whatever, one of her hands had a mind of its own, and so whenever she would try to smoke a cigarette with her right hand, the left hand would come and smack it out of her hand. <laughs> the left hand did not want her to smoke, which to me raises the question: like, what if crazy town? What if somehow there were we had two consciousnesses? Somehow, or someone was born with two two consciousnesses in their one Ooh. brain. Well, what about that one person who has like two heads but one body? It's like a conjoined twin situation. Yeah, where where it's like two functioning heads and brains and such, but like they only have two arms and two legs. Oh right, yeah, yeah, like that. So could, right, would like one be slapping the cigarette out of the other one's hand since they share a lung? I would I would say yeah, if you don't want to smoke, but your your partner your your brother or sister, <laughs> sister does yeah, like punching themselves. <laughs> like what happens if one of them is like I want to I want to like smoke pot, and oh, the other's like yeah. I, I I don't want to do that. Right, I'm I, I'm a teetotaler on these things, and I, yeah, I do not I do not want to smoke uh, meth right now. Yeah. What if your conjoined twin is a heroin addict? Well, then you're a heroin addict too. I think at, like, like heroin, my life cleaned. <laughs> like you would maybe wouldn't choose to start the heroin, but once you're addicted, you're like, oh yeah, well, this isn't bad. What if one of them is straight and one of them is gay? 
What if one wants to castrate the penis and one does not? Anyway, imagine being like a consciousness inside a brain where all you can do is move the left arm <laughs> and all you can do is see what's happening, but you can't do anything about it. Anyway, that'd be awful. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. How often do you eat leftover mac and cheese? Never. Never. What about like mac and cheese that had been cooked 20 minutes ago and you have to scarf it down? Mm, I mean, I guess if I have to, I maybe, but even that's like, eh. I don't remember. But then the, it's getting cold and it's just. Yeah. I don't remember the last great. time I ate hot macaroni and cheese. Because <laughs> I, I cooked it for my daughter earlier today, right? For dinner. And it was mm-hmm. just sitting out there, and I was hungry, and I was like, oh, jeez. So I just ate it. <laughs> I mean, as long as it hasn't been in the fridge. Yeah. Fine. Also, but um, I prefer it, like, I, very hot. I'm out of milk, and so I had oh. heard that you can put, uh, just add more butter to it. Oh, And it worked, really? and it was very good. Huh. More butter is always better, right? Interesting. And then uh, I also, like, had a little bit of the pasta water left under in the bottom. Okay, okay, I can see that working. Because it's like a real, it's a real Italian dish now. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you use the pasta water. Oh, man. So, Jason. Yes? We're in No Stupid Questions again on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Why do people rake leaves, put them into huge piles, and haul them off instead of a mulching blade and getting free lawn fertilizer? Okay, uh, have you ever used a mulching blade and had a big friggin' tree? Like... It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I've had to help mulch my grandma's uh, leaves. And you just go over it and go over it and go over it and go over it. And it's still like, it's too much. It is too much. So the first fall that I had my first house, I did uh-huh. this. I went over the leaves. I had uh, the mower. I just went over them a bunch of times, just mulched them all up and left them in the yard. And then come the springtime, all of my grass was dead. Because the the leaves had just, uh, and the shitty thing was the way my house was. There were woods, and I had a very tiny yard. I could have just like raked the leaves into the woods, and it would have been fine. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think I had done that a couple times already, and I was tired of it. And I was like, I'm just gonna mow it. Fuck it. Yeah. And anyway, I think what you is, if you're gonna mulch it, is like put it into like a mulch pile, so that you can use it, not just leave it in your. Like you can't just put the blade on and just leave it there. It's gonna kill you. Right. So this person has never had a real tree in their life. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're great. Jeff. Yes. Who actually wrote the famous verse, here I sit brokenhearted, came to shit but only farted? Um, I believe that was Rob Schneider. Oh. oh, okay. Jason, why do people who show up unannounced expect the person they're visiting to not be busy or be doing anything then also get upset slash angry at the person when they tell them so? Mm, because they're assholes. <laughs> this is very specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if I wrote that one. <laughs> yeah. And someone show up at my house unannounced. Uh, who, like, in the, I was at work expecting me to not be at work at like 2 30 on a Thursday or a Friday or something. Like, I would you- absolutely never pop by someone's house. Absolutely never. One. Okay. So one time I did, and it was your house, but. 
It was only to deliver uh, cookies to your wife because I was out and I was like, um, uh, she said she wanted chocolate chip cookies, but she didn't make them. And so I was feeling friendly. And so I bought them from the the all, night, this. the all night cookie store and I dropped them off on the porch and then left and then texted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hey, there are cookies on your porch. Here's the thing. I think uh, in general, I would not mind people just stopping by. Really? Wouldn't be a problem for me. Uh, in general, because most people who would just stop by are people I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who I don't like, I would never want them to just stop by. As as in the situation previously discussed, where they stop by on a Friday at two in the afternoon. Like, haven't seen you in twenty two years. I'm just gonna show up at my house. Very specific. And be very rude to my wife. Oh fuck, yeah, fuck you. Hey, I brought her cookies. Okay. And I had just seen you the week before. Not you. Oh, okay. Also, no one ever stopped by my house unannounced because I'm never ready. Um, I rarely am wearing pants. And um, (laughs) there's always something like there's there's always some sort of embarrassing mess that I would need at least two hours to clean up before (laughs) before anybody came over. Okay. No, no. You you just do that. You just do the thing like, oh, it's such a mess in here right now. No, no. No, no. You should see my house. Because it really is a mess. (laughs) <laughs> there's the embarrassing mess that you're like oh my gosh it's such a mess but you've been cleaning for five hours mm, yeah my grandma does that one yeah and then there's the mess where it's like you've been in like a depression coma for two weeks and there are like stinky dishes that's a different in the sink, mess that's a different and your, mess. your cloth is smells like mold and there's sand everywhere your ice bin is completely empty yeah. how's your ice bin doing sand i just emptied it it's Oh, I just used the last of the ice cubes. There are yeah. there are more ice cubes underneath that I can put in the ice oh, okay. bin, but I haven't been. It was a mess today. I cleaned a lot today. So anyway. Well, Jeff. Yes. Whatever happened to the days where a family could live in a big house while living off the incomes of only one parent, usually the dad. Um, Capitalism got rid of that one. I think it was just inflation. Inflation. Well, I think uh, the combination in, in, of. Because I've thought about this myself, and how how do people barely scrape by on two incomes now when they used to everyone just got scraped by on one income? Um, well, and, and everyone didn't scrape by on one income. That Well, that's true. They just died. That's the secret. <laughs> no, the people who needed two incomes have always had two incomes. Mm. So I think when, uh, when it was more acceptable for women to start working, um, which, by the way, was not that long ago. It's so correct. Yeah, this is correct. (laughs) So when it was more acceptable for women to start working, then all of a sudden people had all this extra money. And then Mm -hmm. uh, that's when they started buying like uh, bigger houses and they started making bigger houses and like, I don't know. And everything started more expensive. Yeah. Used to be able to get a car for a couple thou. Now it's like 40,000 or whatever. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Also, you have to have a loan to do everything. Because like most people, yes. And then if you want to be cheap and you you want to have a less expensive house, let's say you want to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a house, even if you're willing to like buy it and it's like bad and you want to fix it up or whatever, you can't get a mortgage on it. You have to do cash only, so you it, you can't be poor and buy a house. You have to rent your whole life anyway. Jason, mm-hmm. uh, what is it weird for a man to want to work in a bridal dress store? Are you into sewing in dresses? If so, no. If 
not why would you want to i guess yeah i mean no i don't think that's weird yeah like if you're into dresses then work in a dress shop if you're into chocolate work in a chocolate shop wouldn't it be difficult to be a straight man working at a dress shop like that though wouldn't that wouldn't so if you if you were a woman let's say put yourself in her shoes her her uh uh wedding oh shoes. i see what you're saying like would you want a man like helping you pick out wedding dresses and stuff like a straight man uh i mean if they know what they're talking about does it matter but i think part of it might be like you know you're constantly dressing and undressing and like that could be uncomfortable there's the partial nudity part of it yeah yeah and the potential and the, the, the i mean they've got you know booths and things that you go in but the touching and the tugging like you know with the dresses yeah. i always see people on the on the shows they're yeah. touching and tugging and cinching yeah. and yeah well i mean i guess it depends on what kind of thing are we talking like a david's bridal which is basically the walmart of <laughs> wedding dresses or is it like you know a fancy one where there's you know touching and tugging <laughs> yeah okay jason wait am i next i, I think no it's my turn oh sorry uh, jeff yes. if weight loss gain is about calories in calories out how do people who snack have seconds are sedentary bedridden etc not regularly lose gain weight if i knew the answer to this question i would not be hilariously morbidly <laughs> obese according to the simpsons or the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be curly. Oh, I just saw another thing. We talked about this uh, last week, right? About I, how, like, Homer... Or two weeks ago? Homer I think was, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, 260 or whatever. I saw this other thing. <laughs> this guy. It was, like, in the 19... It was early 1900s, I think. But it was a guy who mm. was, like, the fattest man in the world. And he weighed 280 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably larger than either of us. But, like, still. What a dick. Jason? Mm -hmm. Is there an alternative to getting drunk so you're not socially anxious? I uh, guess you could get high. Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, in my opinion, or in my experience, that does not work at all. You need Lexapro. Oh, or whatever. Uh, Jeff, why don't people cook pasta in the pasta sauce? That's what I'm saying. No, I because that's that would be gross, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it wouldn't cook? Wouldn't it dry out the pot the sauce? Why haven't I done this? Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't. I mean, because you need to boil it for you know, depending on what kind of noodle you're talking about, for quite some time. Yeah. There's not enough liquid in, in many of the sauces, I don't think. You'd just boil it down to nothing. Yeah, right. So aren't aren't there aren't there things where you cook pasta in other things other than because you cook sometimes you cook rice in um like chicken broth, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I suppose you could cook it in you could cook pasta possibly in chicken broth. Yeah, but not like spaghetti sauce. No, yeah, like some Prego, that's not going to work. Although, why not? It's not liquidy enough. Just add water to it. Well, then you're just, might as well just do it in water. <laughs> Actually, isn't there something with the um, the way the pasta cooks, it would put too much starch in the sauce or something like that? Wouldn't it taste weird? Yeah, I think that would be a problem, too. That's probably what it is. Because that's why, like, in some recipes, you use the, 
they tell you to put some pasta water in the sauce because it's like starchy and it thickens it up. But just a little bit. Yeah. Like that you always use too much water for the pasta that you're cooking. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. you could just, uh, well, cook the pasta in the water and then you'd have just enough to make the sauce out of it. Yeah. And you know. need way too much sauce to, to boil pasta. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> uh, we're just talking about macaroni and cheese. Why not just put the pasta in, put the water in, put the mac and cheese dust in there and just and the butter and milk and just cook it all together that that would not work you'd have uh macaroni soup it would be horrible yeah jason extremists bigots fanatics and fundamentalists are all pretty much the same in any corner of the planet so why do we keep categorizing people by their color slash nationality instead of their behaviors and beliefs Oh, we categorize them by those things, too. We categorize everyone by everything. Yeah. Duh. If we didn't have those things to fight about, we'd be fighting about something else. Exactly. Like uh, Ireland, for example. The Protestants versus the Catholics. We don't have that fight here in the U.S. Not anymore. We have bigger things to worry about. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. Yeah. Actually, I remember um, my, my... my great grandpa, my mom's grandfather, um, did not want her to marry my stepdad because he was a Catholic. I mean, we've only had now Joe Biden is the second Catholic president ever. So yeah. um and, never never a Jewish or Muslim president either. So Yeah, right. Well or, or an officially an atheist. <laughs> that's true. Although they everyone says all the Republicans say that Obama was a Muslim, right? Like that was a bad thing. <sighs> So my thing was, uh, my great grandpa was right, but for the wrong reasons. Don't marry that stepdad, but not because he's Catholic, because he's an asshole. Yeah. Well, that's a categorization too. So he never went to church anyway. He was a Catholic by in name only. Uh, a kino. Mm-hmm. Jeff, do wolves bark? Yeah, I've heard them. Not oh. in person, but like on TV or whatever. They bark and they yip and they yell and they they hoot and they holler. Jason, does slang carry over to other languages? Like, if I use the word hot to describe an attractive person, can I use caliente in Spanish and Latinos would understand what I mean? No. (laughs) I think in that one, caliente would be, I think that is a thing in Spanish. I don't think they use it that way, though. I think they use it that way now because people have, like, dumb Americans have used it that way. Yeah. And so they understand, oh, yeah. But I don't think they used it that way previously. I agree. Yeah, slang is all just language. It's actually not even language specific. It's it's uh, culture specific, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's even like regional specific. Yeah. Different slang in different places. I just saw somebody. Um, uh, I was a stand-up comedian. Somebody, he was, he was doing audience, you know, crowd work, whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I love that for you. Do you guys know, you ever heard the phrase, um, bless your heart by the Southerners? I love that for you is the gay version of bless your heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I love that for you. <laughs> Jason, I have degrees in computer science and math. Is there a way I can volunteer to teach incarcerated people? How does one go about doing that? Uh, they teach incarcerated people still? I, I assume they do. Don't Can't you still get like a college degree in prison? I thought it was. 
warehousing at this point. Oh, I don't know. Those kind of things cost money. They do. Yeah, you're right. The private prisons probably don't offer it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, is that it? Yeah, probably. Oh, Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Good, because I just started recording. <laughs> <laughs> you ever um you ever ruin your dog's yawns? Uh, how? When they're yawning, you just stick your finger in their mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't think you stick my finger in the mouth, but sometimes I'll just like grab their lower jaw. Oh yeah, <laughs> so weird. I um also w- will blow into my dog's mouth because it it stinks when they yawn because they're old or whatever. So I'll just like, and they'll like close their mouth and anyway. It, if our dogs like. They'll get up in my face and just start panting in my face and oh. I'll blow in their face and then they like Ugh. Yeah, they always you know, close your mouth their away. mouth when you do that, right? Yeah. They look at you. Oh god, dog breath is the worst. Especially old dog breath. It's bad. With the rotting teeth. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. So Apple speaking of yeah. dogs, is Apple is developing iPhone the company Apple, you know, with the iPhones mm. and the uh, uh I heard they got a new one. Yeah, they do, yeah. Oh, how about that? Indeed. So Apple is developing iPhone tech that tracks your emotions and mental health. I mean, is that hard? Mad you throw your phone. Right. Right? Yeah. Am I the only one? That you throw your phone? I don't throw my phone. I've thrown my phone, but I don't throw it regularly. I only threw it once. (laughs) You learned from that mistake, didn't you? Sometimes I'll (laughs) set it down uh, like, you know, like that. If I'm really mad, or I'll throw it on the on the bed, maybe. You know, no one can slam a phone anymore. Mm-hmm. You still slam a phone down. Mm. Can't do that anymore. Felt so good. Even the flip phones, you could just like whack. slap that thing shut. Yeah. No, now you just push a button. Yeah, or you could just break your phone in half if you're really you really mad. You could. Yeah. Well, super smart AI algorithms could track typing speed, sleep pattern, and facial expressions in order to get to the bottom of what's really going on in our minds and even provide diagnoses. Diagnoses. I think they Diagnos- sh- Diagnoses. <laughs> diagnoses. It's when your nose goes from your right eye down to the left part of your yeah. mouth. You broke it in a skiing trip. <laughs> You're like, little, wow. Little Owen Wilson. Oh, I watched uh first couple episodes of Loki. Very good. Oh, Loki's very good. I very liked good. it a lot. It's weird that it, it uh, well, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Let me know and I'll take it out. Um, it's weird that it turned into like, uh, all of a sudden it's a cop show now and they're like investigating things. I don't think that's a spoiler. No. But that is kind of amusing. <laughs> right? Like, oh, now he's like investigating like crimes. He's, he's like going through papers and folders and stuff. Like, wait, what? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> But it's still very good. It's Loki SVU. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's some good stuff coming that uh, I really enjoyed. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think the God of Mischief would have some special victims. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> For that unit. So also, um, in addition to this, I think they uh, the typing speed, sleep pattern, facial expressions. They should just listen to how we talk to our our um, our virtual assistants. Mm. I don't know, talk to mine. I do not use her. She's a pain in the ass and doesn't do anything right. So Exactly. So they, they will I would know, hire her, to be honest. So Yeah. So they'll know what kind of mood you're in based on how you don't talk to her. <laughs> Fuck you, Siri. God damn it. Yeah, well, like, if I'm in a bad mood, like, it, it's different, like, if I'm in a really bad mood, 
like you'll just <laughs> um google home just hears me sigh if it gets something wrong and then i i like you know hey google turn on the lights or whatever and it gets it wrong and i'm just like <sighs> and then i don't, and i and then i don't turn the lights on <laughs> and then and then the google home goes to bed early cries <laughs> no that's me that's i go to bed early and i cry it knows that it's failed you so it's exactly like, yeah i keep trying and nothing i do is right so using sensor data that tracks long range or short range <laughs> sensor data that tracks mobility exercise it's, it's typing data. patterns and facial expressions future iphones may look out for telltale signs of stress anxiety depression and cognitive decline Oh, oh, well, according to the Wall Street Journal, Apple has partnered with mental health researchers at the University of California and pharmaceutical company Biogen Inc. for the project. Interesting. OK. Is this like when um, I saw that one lady? T- <laughs> She's an old lady. She's trying to send a text, but she had typed. Um, she had typed part of her message in the to field. Oh, and then and then typed it in then started typing in the message field, but it wouldn't send and she couldn't figure out why that that kind of cognitive decline. Uh, I mean, I might be in trouble because I have started to do that. Yeah, well, like I'm never like I can't figure out I like I always see that it's happened. I'm like, God damn it. You know, I've noticed my body (laughs) um, being less like noticeably less flexible in the last couple of months Hmm. like i used to be able to like bend over and pick something up off the floor no problem and now like it's a struggle and Hmm. i think i should do something about it do some yoga should do some yoga some piling regularly yeah stretch it out stretch it out i did find this guy uh movement by david he was on tiktok and he also has a youtube channel not a sponsor um but he does you do the stretches so i like yoga i like the um sort of meditative aspect of yoga but that's not always where i am mentally so Mm. i don't always want to do that sometimes i just want to like stretch right so um he this guy um his like famous expression is all you need is a wall so like you do different stretches like sitting against a wall and like making your back straight and like you know yeah Stretching. I think your... I've seen some of these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like wall stretchy type stuff. So Yeah. And it's much better. And it's like five minutes rather than like a 20 minute or 30 minute yoga routine. Um, if well, I'm... you could do, you don't have to do the whole routine. Just like go through the stretches a couple times. Right. Yeah, that's true. Also, anytime I sit on the floor, um, my dogs want to come and lick inside my mouth. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They're always just, just ruining it. Yeah. Well, it's because you keep uh, ruining their yawns. <laughs> it's payback. Like, yeah, fuck you and your yoga. I can do this too. <laughs> um, so the, the company, um, Apple, I assume, is also currently has a research project that aims to create an algorithm to detect childhood autism using the iPhone's camera. Oh. Interesting. Could you imagine getting that notification? Yeah. Boodle, <laughs> you have autism. <laughs> You're on the spectrum. <laughs> comes uh, in at the same time as your uh weekly uh screen time report <laughs> yeah um weekly yeah screen time report. report so tiktok somehow knows that i like cooking mm. right because i get a bunch of cooking videos 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, if I if I see a cleaning video, I'll just swipe right past it. So it it I think they they all TikTok also knows that I have a very messy apartment. <laughs> but just based on that sort of like um, that data gathering, and even if you don't like things or even if you don't share things, you still watch the full thing, and they would know that too. Yeah. So does hmm. Does Apple know what TikTok knows since you're using an Apple phone? Oh, I assume. I don't, I don't know if that's the kind of data they collect, but I'm sure they could. Because hmm. that could be something, too. That could. It could what be kind of uh, how are you interacting with your social media? Yeah. Medias. Yeah. So using technology to detect health conditions early can enable quicker intervention, and allow people to be treated before symptoms gets worse. You know, there's this whole thing, I think we might have talked about this on the pod, where uh, they feel the first markers of, like, dementia and stuff like that hit in your, like, 40s, probably. I'm sure. And because you're able to compensate for them or you're not thinking that that could possibly be the thing because they're so subtle, no one gets the intervention then when it could be, like, fixable. You could start treating it now rather than yeah. rather than when you uh, are 80 and it's too late. Are 80 and, and leave popcorn in the microwave and almost burn the house down. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wish they, wish they came up with that a little bit sooner as I am now 40. So, <laughs> Well, start looking out for it, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm putting words into the two form or putting my, my emails into the two form. So... <laughs> My issue is, uh, so if anyone tells me anything, I have to write it down or I will not remember it. So at work, I have to take notes on everything. Mm -hmm. So anytime I'm I'm having a meeting with my boss or whatever, and she's asking me to do something, I'm just basically typing exactly everything that she's saying, because I won't remember the conversation. I'll remember that we had the conversation, but I won't remember any details about it. Yeah, yeah. So my, my students get mad at me about that. They're like, oh, yes, go to the bathroom first. And I was like, I don't remember. I don't give a shit who goes to the bathroom. So I'm not going to keep that information in my brain. You know, my daughter you have to me, remind me. We were, we were playing. Uh, oh, she has a Link's Awakening game on her Switch, right? Oh, yes. yes very fun game, by the way. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's actually a, a remake of a game that was on the Game Boy Advance, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it's very much like the original and in, in that you're on like a two-dimensional plane and you're going up and down a map and trying to solve puzzles and problems and it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Secret tunnels and all that kind of stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, so um I'll ask her I asked her a question and uh I forget what it was. I was like, is this is this the same place as where we went before? Like did we did we go here already and and move that block and go down this tunnel already? And she's she goes, I don't know. You know what the problem with this is, is this game is for teenagers. I'm like, okay, why do you say that? And she's like, well, you're too old to remember anything, and I'm too young to know how to do anything. <laughs> that, like, that, you, that fits. The logic fits. You little shit. But that's and I that, mean, and then I said that's why we make a great team because I know how to do things. You know how to remember things. It's perfect. There you go. Yep. Teamwork makes the dream work. I, I have. Like, I know that I repeat questions that I know that I've already asked. And oh, I know that yeah. someone has told me the answer and possibly has just told me the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what the answer is. 
This this podcast will be the documentation of our our mental decline. <laughs> we'll be, <laughs> we're not here to tell the news. We're, t- we're we are doing a case study in how people age. Listen to me when I when I when I'm about to tell a story. Almost every time I tell a story, I'll say, um, I, I may have told you this before, but <laughs> because it's it's you know I know it's one of my top twenty stories that I tell. You know, mm-hmm, and I may mm-hmm. have been drunk the last time I told it. So I wouldn't remember it anyway. Anyway. Well, as long as like someone says, yeah, you have told me that and you stop, it's okay. Yes, that's correct. It's it's when you continue to tell the story when someone tells you, you, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Then they tell you anyway. So my thing is, um, I'll do that. I'll stop telling the full story, but I'll like say the punchline, like why I thought of it, you know? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, Faraz Hussein, the developer of Project BioEffect that uses typing data to predict moods, told the Wall Street Journal that it could prevent bad outcomes in terms of the user's mental well-being by using these kind of uh, technologies. Interesting. I will say that typing on my phone sometimes puts me in a bad mood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I'll type. It keeps putting ducking. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'll type something out, right? And then it'll it'll autocorrect it wrong. And I'll, it, but I'll, I will have typed the right word. It will just change it to the wrong word. And then I mm-hmm. go back. I delete the whole thing. I type out the word again. And I press space. And it autocorrects to the wrong word again. Mm-hmm. It should know. It should know that I deleted that and I wanted to type what I typed. Yeah, they need a better algorithm. Yes. You said what you said. <laughs> Hussein, speaking well, of who, things that people said, yeah. Hussein said... It's the ability to peek inside how our mind is functioning instead of relying on self-reports that are often subjective. Using digital exhaust from our daily lives that otherwise would be lost. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, squeaky. Like, you can say, yeah, I don't feel good or whatever. Or you can deny it. But uh, the data will say, well, you know, you're hitting these markers, friend. Yeah, I just if if I would if I was in a bad mood and my phone was like, hey, I've noticed you're in a bad mood. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. How dare you? I'm in a great mood. But but what if it can connect to your like, you know, if you have a psychiatrist or your doctors or things like that, where it can be like, hey, here's some data that you should be aware of. I would say that would be good. Help with interventions. If I could be the one that chooses to send that data to them, not like it automatically gets sent to my sent to my therapist, and she's like, "Listen, I noticed you were sending texts at like two thirty, and um, well, it might not be like that kind of thing, like where it's not telling specifics, but it's like, hey, typos. Were you drunk texting again? No, 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 no. Like I, I would assume that would be more, you know." more anonymous in that it says you know we have noticed trends that are indicating that the pa- your patient might be depressed but yeah. doesn't give like specifics on it yeah so that you can like check in with them and whatever you know not you you just started texting all your exes at three in the morning on a saturday you know, <laughs> not not that specifically right just yeah, in yeah. general which like especially if it's like people who are in danger of self-harm like being able to hit that trigger and be like hey we got we got some problems here red alert that would be red alert raise shields it would be nice that would be nice uh in a sort of like prevented like suicide prevention sort of way exactly exactly (laughs) 
it's so um this idea came up a long time ago that i saw on a an internet meme i assume um or maybe it was even before memes were a thing there you're it's clippy from oh, word yeah. and he comes up it looks like you're writing a suicide note <laughs> oh clippy Oh, well, it is unclear whether this research will lead to any functioning products, but that's what Apple's working on. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to have something. I mean, it's the next kind of, you know, we've got watches for our physical health. I'm sure data trackers for our mental health is the next wave. For me, mental health and physical health are as important as the other. Absolutely. Like you, yeah. I, I, one, one effect. I think mental other. health is just a harder, well, physical health can be a hard thing too attain as well so yeah that's true especially if you keep eating i had two i had taco bell twice yesterday i got different things but i had it for lunch <laughs> and then i picked up my daughter and i was like do you want to get drive through somewhere and she's like yeah taco bell and i'm like hell yeah let's do it <laughs> then your then your iphone sent your psychiatrist a note and was like oh i think he's depressed taco bell twice <laughs> notice he's been at taco bell two different taco bells in the same day are you okay yeah. And if he's not depressed, I'm depressed that he's going there twice. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The uh, the crispy chicken sandwich taco or the chicken sandwich taco. Very mm-hmm. good. Very, very good. It's just it's just a, a chicken finger pretty much uh-huh. in, a, in like a flatbread type of bun and a little sauce yeah. on it. But it's really good. I doubt that, but OK. Go try it. See if you hate I, it. I, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, bro. That I don't need to do that. I will knock it and I will not try it, he says. Correct. <laughs> you know what I won't knock What's and that? I will try? Fudge. From Taco Bell? I love Bell? fudge. No, I won't from Taco Bell. They, they, remember they had the Choco Taco? You don't remember. They used to have the Choco <laughs> Taco. And it, it, it fit. It was perfect for their desserts. Now they just have the cinnamon twists. Wasn't that a uh, most popular girls thing? And my Chaco Taco and my Taco Taco, if you will. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Have you not seen the most popular girls in school? No. Is this a show? What? So it was a YouTube stop motion animation with Barbies. Oh, you have you showed me this. Yeah, yeah. I just never yeah. watched them on my own. Yeah, there's a whole thing with the the one girl. She's had two tacos and she's like, I have my Chaco Taco and my Taco Taco, if you will. That's funny. Well, a headstone missing for nearly 150 years was recently discovered in a home where it had been used to make fudge, officials say. Oh, fudge. I'm not a fan. When the matriarch... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, Let's go back. Yes. I expected you to react to that. I said it to get a reaction out of you. I'm like Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. of fudge. That's what I am. Well then, I hope you die of COVID too. <laughs> so I so um, here's the thing: I like fudge. I'll eat fudge, mm-hmm. but I am not like I don't lust after fudge like other people lust after fudge. I'm not no, going to stand would... in line for thirty minutes to spend thirty dollars on fudge at Mackinac Island. That's not me. Okay, first of all, I wouldn't go to Mackinac Island. It's a horrible place. You wouldn't uh, go to Mackinac I... Island? Oh, I hate Mackinac. It is the worst place in Michigan. You've been there. Yes, okay. unfortunately, uh, at least once. I think twice. I think I've been there twice. Yes, I've been there twice. Okay, I could see how you how someone wouldn't like it. 
it's just a tourist trap filled with horse shit and people who are horrible. That's that's true. Yes. Everything's expensive. Everything's just like the gift shops are basically like, you know, a, a pilot station gas station convenience store gift shop it's it's literally yeah it's like you said it's a, just a giant tourist trap in an island yeah what i and, would and like I, I hate that so much what i would like is to stay there for a winter i think that would be really mm. cool none of the tourists are there you're just living on an island in the fucking tundra right now um now that does sound uh, appealing to me yeah. living on an island no people are there mm-hmm. uh Icy wasteland. The horses I could are still deal there. with that part. Yeah. I could deal with that part. Uh, but no, like I've never had an enjoyable time at at Mackinac. It's just, eh. Um, eh. I may have told the story before, <laughs> but one, <laughs> one time I was at Mackinac and we were walking along. Oh, is this the eater face thing? Eater face or eater toes? Spider feet? I don't know. But your daughter yeah, get your toenails. Yeah, dad, toenails, and it was something like that. So I won't I won't tell the whole story, but um, <laughs> this this creepy guy was was scooping horse shit. Turned to my daughter and said, "I want to clip your toenails or something." I don't know. It was freaky. <laughs> so very, I won't very... I won't go to that part of the island ever again. But yeah. one I went with my dad one time, and um, uh, this was like two uh, last year maybe. Wasn't the best time to be on a crowded um, boat to mm, an island, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. So we went out, we went on like a nature walk, essentially. So we were downtown and we were just like, eh, I don't know. So we went up the hill, um, past mm-hmm. the, the governor's house, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, we went down and, cause it's a, it's a state park there. So anyway, there were trails and you can walk all these trails. You can walk all around the island. Yeah. So that was actually very nice. Cause it was like kind mm-hmm. of like early ish fall and it was kind of raining a little bit. And it was cool. It was just a nice, quiet um, yeah, like stroll through the woods, um, through woods that don't look like woods that we have here. It was just very nice, I think. I mean, I feel like any location on Mackinac, you can find something similar somewhere else in the state that's easier to get to, has fewer annoying tourists, doesn't cost as much to get there. Like, I feel like you can get the same experience. Yeah, that's true. But uh, how many um, how many War of 1812 forts can you get to? That are still, I mean, pretty much the same as they were. Because uh, eh. as a history guy, you'd think that would be the thing that you'd want to go there for, not the fudge and not the uh, horrible restaurants and the horses and everything. But at I mean, least go to, go to like see that that museum, the Fort Michilimackinac or whatever it is. But it's like eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did not pay to go into the fort. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like if it were run by the the National Park Service and not the state parks, uh, then maybe I would be more willing to give them money. I mean, I guess it's is it by the state parks? Is that who runs it? I assumed it was some you know company. I th- uh, I think it used to be a national park, um, but now it's a state park. I think. Yeah. Well, issue correction. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. So anyway. Well, when the matriarch of the Okomos family moved to a nursing home, auctioneer Brad Stoker was hired to clear out the residence and was puzzled, sorry, puzzled, when he turned around a granite slab to discover it was a headstone. It's so funny when you hear of a name, the Okomos family, like that's a city in Michigan 
Alcamos. Mm-hmm. And this is a Michigan story, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. Like, you know, the Alcamos family, obviously, it's a big, big family in Michigan at some point. So no one I mean, in the maybe- family knew how or when they came to be in possession of it, she said. The owners just, homeowners just said, we use the backside of it to make fudge. <laughs> that's that's how we do a quote within a quote. Yeah. <laughs> what is was that Homestar? I don't know what that was. Uh that would have been um I don't know, fucking <laughs> Games Well the other characters <laughs> Tunes <laughs> I'm done. Someone get this friggin' duck away from me. <laughs> Uh, the over five foot tall white granite monument belonged to the grave of Peter J. Weller. Uh, Weller settled in Lansing in around uh, 1845 and opened a combo restaurant grocery store. Oh, yeah. He died. Oh, I know. Spoiler alert. He died in 1849. Someone from 1845 died? Yeah. He oh, he only made it to 1849? He only made four years in Michigan. Yeah. And was buried in the city's Oak Park Cemetery. In 1875, his grave was moved to Mount Hope Cemetery. It is assumed that his headstone was lost in the transition. Uh, well, the Friends Historic Cemetery hired genealogist Ginger Ogilvy. <laughs> yeah. Ogilvy. Right? That, that person's uh, family Ogilvy? tree is easy to follow. We're, we're not the Smiths. <laughs> we're the Ogilvies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, researched the Weller family tree and determined no living relatives could be located. Oh, that's a shame. Probably because he died four years after he moved it over here. Yeah, he didn't have time to, you know. Well, he did. He probably had four kids that all died in childbirth because back in those days, <laughs> you were lucky if you had a living child. Well, nah. I mean, many people had like 15. That's true. How did, the, how did they manage the that? The friends, you know. oh, the dedication ceremony, including information about Weller's life and his descendants, which include a Michigan Speaker of the House and a Shakespearean actress, was planned for 3 p.m. today or whenever. Yes. Today, cool. like today, today. Oh, like today, today. Okay. Yes. They they said, you know, September 20, uh, 26th, and I just put today to make it so, specific. I don't know how you make fudge. I mean, I've, I think I've actually made fudge at home. I never used a stone <laughs> or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, that. most people use the toilet. <laughs> I do know, like, in the in some of the candy shops, they use, like, a um, like refrigerated uh, stone slab. Was it, like, that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean... refrigerated the, the headstone or something? I don't know, because they mentioned it's, like, five feet, right? Didn't they say? Yeah. Yeah, the five foot tall. So, I, I feel like, yes, they do use... A slab like granite because it's colder or they can get it cold maybe they put ice on it to chill yeah. it yeah so i don't know i've never made fudge either i know you but i know people can make fudge without like a granite whatever right maybe that's where they put it before they slice it or something maybe that's where it sets because you have to maybe set it in the fridge it. or something and maybe they just don't set yeah. it in the fridge the weird thing is that this guy if he had a, an over five foot tall monument he was rich <laughs> when he died, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty tall uh, headstone. Yeah, even for today. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a YouTube video we can watch on how to how fudge. to make fudge. How to make fudge on a gravestone. Yeah. Perfect. I'm sure there's some videos on packing it, too. <laughs> I've seen a few of those, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So speaking of uh, brown. <laughs> Blue? <laughs> the Browns family farm says thieves stole more than 1,000 pounds of blueberries. That's almost half a ton. That is. That's a lot of blueberries. That's a lot of blueberries. How does someone steal <clears throat> How does someone steal that many blueberries? <laughs> well, the owner of the Browns family farm were relieved that their wild Newfoundland blueberries had escaped the worst of Hurricane Larry. There was a Hurricane Larry? There was. Uh, and in was, Newfoundland? Like yeah, I mean, sometimes they go up. Yeah, sometimes they go up and uh, hit the coast. That's it was supposed to, I think that one was supposed to hit like into New England and it, it like missed. It skirted New England and got the blueberries. Yeah. In Newfoundland. I mean, Hurricane Larry was uh, very angry, almost as angry as Cousin Larry. He was an angry man. Poor Balky. He was very angry. Yeah. I just watched an episode of that today, actually. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. He was trying to get his uh, driver's test or driver's license. Ah, there was a bet involved. Nice. So Cousin Larry was doing his best to help. So he won the bet. I, um, so I'm sure I've told the story. But we talked, we've talked about Perfect Strangers before on the show. I'm sure I've told uh, yeah, story a while before, back. That I used to think that, um, Balky, I didn't know he had an accent and I didn't know he was foreign. I just thought he talked weird. <laughs> like I just thought he had a weird way of speaking. I don't know if I thought he was like mentally handicapped or something. <laughs> I, I believe. When I was watching the episode while I was like doing laundry today, my wife mentioned that you know when she was little and and found out that uh, Balky didn't actually speak like that. It was very disappointing and <laughs> very disappointing. Yeah. Also, his country was made up too. Like he, he didn't live in oh, a yes. country. Yeah. But obviously, well, that way you like don't Greek-ish. offend anyone specifically. That's true, and that yeah. kind of made it funny because the um, it was kind of like, like Saint Olaf esque. Right. Or Sicily esque, like from the Golden Girls, like you just had this very ridiculous story. Yeah. Or actually, come to think of it, um, uh, from 30 Rock, Stone Mountain, you know, Kenneth was from Stone Mountain on 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Stone Mountain is like, it is not in the country. It's like part of like the Atlanta suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it has a Confederate monument blasted into it. It, Um, It does. And, and that monument is much newer than you would expect. Yeah. Yeah, they should blast it. Was it, finished off of there. In, it was finished in like the nineteen seventies. Yeah. Like the the news crew that went to film it when it opened was using like color. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like it wasn't even in black and white. <laughs> it wasn't on a reel before World War II stuff. Like Right, right. It, Tom Brokaw could have been the one that told us about it. <laughs> Sunny news today from Stone Mountain, Georgia, where they've blasted Losers out of the side of a mountain. <laughs> so uh, these people, um, mm-hmm. Hurricane Ladi, <laughs> when they went to harvest the last of their crop on Saturday, they discovered more than three anchors had already been harvested, likely by hand rakes, said co-owner Nancy White. Do you not? It seems like it would take a long time to discover three to Three acres is a lot. With hand rakes. So I've seen these uh, on videos. They they just literally have like a rake mm-hmm. and with um with a handle on it. And it it like it's a, it's short though. And they just mm-hmm. like it's like they're combing hair. And then yeah. the, the blueberries come out and they fall and they put it into a basket and you're good. Yeah. Seems right. like you would have seen people out there. You, know? you would think, but uh who knows? Uh the thieves knocked down a sign and covered the field in tire tracks and footprints. Oh. So evidence. Yeah. 
There's not a berry left on the bush. White said in an interview with the St. John's Morning Show, we were pretty upset and the, and pretty much just kept walking around in disbelief. You know who they need? <laughs> what? Loki SVU. <laughs> My blueberries were stolen. Hey, wow. Let, here, let it seems use... some, some sort of tricksters coming and taking all these blueberries. Let me use my magic powers. Well, can you bring them back? <laughs> it was... <laughs> you know who I suspect? Go on. <laughs> Duncan Hines. <laughs> and Betty Crocker. Those assholes are always in it with blueberries. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Oh, I just... Uh, so, you know, sometimes... Well, do you get Kroger click list? Uh, not usually. We did some during the pandemic, uh, but you know, now that we've been going back into stores, yeah. So sometimes they'll they'll toss in like a little a little um, sample pack, and they oh, really? had uh, blueberry. It was blueberry muffin Nutrigrain bars. Boy, those were good. Very. Is very that good. different than just blueberry Nutrigrain bars? Yes, they had. Oh. Uh, you know, blueberry muffins have like little crunchies in them. Oh yeah, sometimes a little on top. Yeah, it was like that yeah. mixed in. It was very good. So it must have been yeah, Nutrigrain okay. that stole these blueberries. Interesting. So White said wow. it's difficult to determine the exact number of berries stolen, but a conservative estimate puts the loss at 1,000 pounds. In Newfoundland terms, she said, that's about 200 to 250 moose. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Salt beef buckets, <laughs> which is somehow more Canadian than moose. I know, right? 200 250 nice. salt beef buckets worth of blueberries. Oh, oh, I just realized you fucked up the uh, the quotes. This is mm. Canada. Mm. Yeah. Salt, salt beef it. buckets, man. Uh, so um, I'm not sure if you have Apple TV or not, but um, I do not. Last week we uh, we were on Apple TV and they had they've released a filmed version of the Broadway show Come From Away. Oh, yeah? Which is about the 7,000 airline passengers who got diverted to Newfoundland on 9-11 because oh. we shut down all the airspace. No way. And so, this, so this tiny town of like 5,000 people had 7,000 people on airlines uh, because like there's a rather large airport there that dates back to before planes could make it all the way across the Atlantic and so they'd have to stop and refuel there so it's like a, a decent sized airport but they don't get much traffic anymore because obvious reasons yeah but yeah so like you know they had to find places for them to stay and feed and they were like stuck there for like five days hmm. uh, and so it's a musical based on that and it was it was not something I ever was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay Broadway prices to see that. But, you know, it's on Apple TV and I've got Apple TV. I was like, yeah, why not? We'll watch this. Yeah. Uh, and it was that, entertaining. I enjoyed it. So I think that's as close as you can get to a musical based on 9-11 without it being yeah. a little too musically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you could you can do any anything else. No. And I don't think you can market it as a musical based on 9-11 either. No, no. Uh, Are you watching they, the, uh, the the soccer show with the um, the guy? What's Ted Lasso. Name? Yeah. Oh, I love Ted Lasso. It's really? so good, man. It's so good. I'm just waiting for that Apple TV Plus password, buddy. Anytime you want to share that with me. <laughs> Act, yeah, I got to look it up actually because I think uh, I was reading that I can share with five family members. And uh, is that right? You count? 
Yeah, I I got to check into it, but I was reading that. Oh. Um, and so if that's the case, I can, I can get you a log in there. And Wonderful. Watching Ted, Ted Lasso, very good. Like yeah. it a lot. Uh, they also had a show called Schmigadoon, which yeah. was very funny. Cecily Strong, uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, it's also got Christian Chenoweth, who I really like. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't like Christian Chenoweth. I don't like her face. I can see that, but she's usually amusing uh, as an actress. I do uh, like Keegan-Michael Key, though. So uh, there's a thing how um, Dave Chappelle says that, that Key and Peele stole his show. Um but if they did, they did a great job. I, I mean, the, the show was very, very funny. And I, I don't blame him for being upset, that Dave Chappelle for being upset. But like, and then. Um, made the funny show. There's Key and there's Peel. Mm-hmm. Right? What's Peel's first name? I don't remember. Uh, I never watched the show, so oh, really? I'm not going to be able to help you on this one. It's a very funny show. But he makes horror movies now. He, he made Get Out, which was an amazing movie. Very good. I don't know that I called that a horror movie. Uh, because, uh, you're white. Uh, no, it just didn't fall into like your general horror kind of movie. Okay. Scenarios. Which, maybe I think that's, that's a good thing. I, I, I would put it more in like the suspense okay. kind of side of yeah. things. And I, did, I feel um, there's a line between the two. Yeah. He also did, um, uh, the new, um, scary door. What do you call it? Scary door. <laughs> that was the, uh, Futurama version of it. Um, Twilight Zone. Twilight. Oh, okay. Scary. Also very good. Um, but yes, uh, there's a number of things on Apple TV Plus. Oh, uh, I also like For All Mankind, like yeah. a alternate past where the Soviet Union wins the space race. So that one's um, pretty Hasn't good that been done? <laughs> didn't they, didn't uh, they no? just have a show where the Nazis won? Uh, that was on Amazon. Yeah. Completely different concept, but okay. yes, Man in, Man in the High Castle. I don't. I guess I don't mind... Uh, you know, time travel shows or whatever. Oh, it's not time travel. It's just the history is different. Uh, yeah. Like no one's gone back in time. It's just instead of America winning the war, Nazi Germany won the war. Instead of America getting to the moon first, the Soviet Union got to the moon first. Yeah. Okay. And then how that changed everything. Interesting. From that point. Oh, yeah. they should so do one good. where instead of 9-11 happening in America, it happened in Newfoundland. <laughs> to a blueberry farm. <laughs> so back to the blueberry farm. The the true loss of blueberries could be as much as 3,000 pounds, she said. That's Canadian pounds. Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, with the current exchange rate, it's uh, about uh, 2,900 pounds. Uh, white and brown bought the land back in 2018 <laughs> and are working hard to get the farm up and running. They grow Newfoundland wild blueberries rather than cultivated varieties sold in grocery stores. Uh, and White believes that the heist took significant time, many hands, and professional equipment. Like the rakes. Well, those weren't just any rakes, you know. They went down there and they got the, uh, you know, the ones from Lowe's there. Very wide. Yeah. You, know, you, could, do a, you could do an acre in just, you know, a couple hours with those rakes. A <laughs> couple of Canadian hours. Yeah, it's not a gallon of berries. It's a significant amount of berries. So whoever harvested these berries would have had the equipment and the capacity to deal with it, she said. Well, White and Brown have been in contact with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and they are. <laughs> is that their? Is that their FBI for real? I, I think so. The RCMP. Yes. They're just all riding horses around. Yep, <laughs> or moose. Uh, <laughs> 
And they're checking trail cameras to see if the, uh, there's any video of the thieves. White hopes someone with information will come forward. Uh, who steals that many blueberries? Like, yeah, who who would think that? Okay, so so I've ha- always had this thought where like farmland is just out in the open. They don't have fences. They don't have like protection. Yeah. When when people grow marijuana. They have like guards and stuff and like fences and things, but like corn, you could just go take corn, right? You could. You could just go at harvest time, just go take a bunch of corn and feed your entire family. And and animals too. Animals could come and mm-hmm. eat the corn. Why don't they? Why don't people steal spinach from a spinach field? I feel like corn would be an easier thing to steal since it's so tall. Yeah. You just go to the other side of the field and right. help yourself. Well, right? then you got to shuck it. Well, shucks. <laughs> well, I'm all ears if you have any better way to do it. But yeah, I think this it would be more common stealing farmland things. I mean, perhaps fences. people don't know when things are ripe. Because they're not farmers. Yeah. Part of it. Yeah, they're not farmers. Like, when do you pick spinach? Is it ready now? Is it ready then? Like, well, you can pick baby spinach, but from my understanding, you can't uh, eat spinach after it has bolted. Like it's like lettuce yeah. after it's like shot out a a wad. Of, I mean, a wad of uh, spinach semen. I I just think that it's very cruel to eat baby spinach. They keep it locked up so it doesn't move. So it's like so much tenderer. But <laughs> That's true. it's just not right. It's just You're not right. right. You have to eat the adult spinach. Before it bolts in your mouth. <laughs> so what did we learn today? So, uh, we learned that uh, someone stole a thousand or two thousand or three thousand pounds of blueberries sometime before uh, or after Hurricane Cousin Larry. We also learned that the uh, gravestone can be used to make fudge. Um and that's kind of cool, but maybe don't like take it from a cemetery. I mean, you think someone would have noticed when they like roll out the fudge and it says, you know, rest in peace, Timothy. They rolled out Wilkerson. the fudge. Yeah, on the fudge. They rolled out yeah. the fudge. He's rolling in his grave. <laughs> uh, we learn that your phone might pay attention to if you're sad. Yeah, and I am. And we but also it probably learned, doesn't care either. Um, <laughs> That somebody got castrated in Oklahoma on purpose. And the only, the only reason why it's an issue is because he was bleeding out. Yeah. Well, that's no good. Yeah. Uh, they, and we learned that uh, someone is buying chicken, pureeing chicken, printing it back into chicken, but then using a laser to cook it. That's fine. And this hour has and, been... And I look forward to uh, the, new, the new laser cooked McChicken. I, w- I would still eat it if it tastes good and it's not going to kill well I guess it is going to kill me but yeah. it's not going to kill me now if it's just if it's going to kill me later like in 10 years I'll eat it now it's fine yeah. Yeah. the laser cooked McChicken coming soon to the dollar menu near you <laughs> and this hour has been holy fuck an hour and 47 minutes yeah. too much <laughs> So about that Apple TV Plus. Yeah. I, I just think that you'd really enjoy the show. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the Ted Lasso. Yeah. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>